we're gonna come a bit later. Cool. Uh, I see Jade putting forward a great suggestion, although it's uh, sent to me privately, but I'm gonna read it. She says, sometimes you can share someone notes on the group so that all of us can be at the same level with each other. Uh, woo! Man, so do you want to even think that is going to take a lot of vulnerability on my part, but but why not? Why not? Uh, you see, the thing about uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, will I go? okay, I'm gonna pray about it and then I'm gonna, uh, I'll get back to you guys on that, but okay, actually, I can share them just that I think I'll have to alter them. Kidogo, the thing is, most of the time I share from my personal devotion. So uh, even as sometimes as I read through, as I read through those notes that I've written, I usually intentionally <laughs> leave some statements out because just a lot of, uh, you know, heart issues that are sometimes poured out on those, on those things. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I can do that. Uh, no problem. Um, yeah. If that's, a, if that's something that you guys would like to actually see happening, uh, just yeah, just and you can drop a chat that it's it's something you'd want, and um, I will be obliged to obey you and 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 to and to give in. Uh, so that's not something I I mind doing. Just that um, yeah, I'll I'll just edit out some personal details out of those out of those teachings, and then um, yeah, sure not. Why not? Why 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 not? Why not? For for sure for sure. Um, Actually, has humbled me that someone wants to. Oh man. All right, so, so, so today, for the guys who are Karibu Sana Shelvin, Karibu Sana KM, Karibu Sana Metha, ooh, good to have you guys here with us. Uh, you are just on time uh, as we as we just get into the word of God. So um, over the last, uh, first of all, today I just want to share on something. Um, the title that I have here is Kingdom Assignment and God's Grace. Um, so that's, that's, I just want to show the relationship that is there between um, the, the assignments that God has given us as sons and daughters and, and the relationship that is uh, with his grace. And the guys who came to prayer room on Monday, uh, which I just mentioned it and I said that there's this statement that we like to use, you know, uh, Njenga, that's a really nice um, house you live in. And then I'd, I'd answer something like, uh, oh, thank you, it is by the grace of God. You know, so what does that statement mean? When we say that I have done something by the grace of God, what does it really mean? Um, to, 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 like, do we, do we, the question is, do I understand what I'm usually saying when I say I've done this by the grace of God? Um, is this those, one of those things that I've picked up as a, as a culture or something that exists in the Christian culture? You know, I remember when I got to first year uh, in, in Lawakabeta campus, which is like the most, it's not like, it's the most, it's the best campus of the University of Nairobi, um, really cool community, very tight. It's like a family. Um, so, uh, I remember getting there and hearing the CU leaders introduce themselves and they'd come and say something like, my name is Joseph Njanga and by the grace of God, I'm the CU chairman. And I'd be like, uh, why can't you just say you're the CU chairman? Why, why do you have to insert that, that statement there that by the grace of God, I'm the CU chairman, you know? Um, but, but then it, it, it made sense to me later because uh, even appointment, for example, into leadership is by the grace of God and execution, how you're able to operate in leadership also is by the grace of God. So I guess that's what they meant. Uh, but the point I was trying to make is a lot of, uh, at least for me, I don't know about you guys, maybe you're grounded, eh? you know, spiritual, you're seasoned Christians. 
Uh, for me, I know that the few times that I would use that statement, I came later to, when I later came to understand what it means to, 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 to operate or to live in the reality of the grace of God, man, uh, first of all, I was really wrecked. Um, even right now, I just feel emotions actually just coming out of out of my Malizina Tokanga, up even Mahali. You know, just thinking about that because it's one of the most. The grace of God is like is like the door that He has given us into intimacy with Him. You know, like that's how we. The grace of God, man, is just intimacy in itself. You know, in in all its, the grace of God can be described. Uh, through so many, uh, if I can call them offices, you know, the grace of God is is how we got saved. You know, the grace of God is is how He enables us um, to to do the things that He has called us to do. But the grace of God is like is like is like a room full of the presence of God, and He opens that door and He throws us in it. You know, like that's you you get to to be in 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 face to face contact. You know, with with who the father is, it's like it's like the key. It is the tool that the father uses to bring us into intimacy with him. And the most amazing thing about the grace of God is that it is not intimacy for the sake of intimacy. You know, like there is there is so much that you come out with uh, in the presence of God. Uh, anytime you are exposed to the presence of God, anytime you're just there, um, and and the best the best moments in the presence of God is the, is the are the ones that that do not have an agenda attached to them. You know, I'm just here, Father, to experience you. There's so many things I could pray for. There's so many things I could come here and ask you for, but tonight or today, I just want to come and I just want to bask in your presence. You know, I just want to hear your voice. I just want to feel you holding me. In fact, I realized um, there's this uh, um, 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 someone I was listening to and they were saying, they were, they were preaching from, I think it's Psalms 27 or 23, the one that says, um, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Or, is that 23 or 27? 23, Psalms 23, you know, and says that, and he was, and he went on and on, just kuchamboyo scripture, and he said that there is an aspect of the grace of God that is, 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 is sort of designated to people who are going through a rough season. You understand that there is, a, there is, there is depending on what season of life you are in, there's the, the, you, you experience the presence of God differently. You know, there's a time when the presence of God comes to you as an encouragement. There's a time the presence of God comes to set you on fire. There's a time the presence of God uh, gives you boldness and courage to do a certain thing. And my favorite was 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 that that time when I'd go into the presence of God and I'm not okay. You know, and I would I would feel like the, the Lord is there my and he's hugging me and he's just showering me with his love so much so that at some point I started intentionally getting my thinking depressing thoughts so that I can get I can get sad and then I go into the presence of God and I would feel that my you know it, it got to a place where it can actually become a, a, you know addictive just to, to keep going back into the presence of God to be loved by him you know um one of the things that completely this is not even in my notes actually saying in Ongea too but but let me let me just flow with it but one of the things that completely wrecks me about the presence of God is just how um like God will never agree with God will never agree to my brokenness you know there are times broken brokenness not 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 brokenness and a contrite spirit but brokenness in in the sense of my mess 
You know, God will never agree to the fact that I am a mess. There are times I go into the presence of God and, and, and maybe I'm coming from committing something that I clearly know is a sin, you know, or, or walking in, in disobedience. I'm actually in the presence of God for like years or even months, weeks, hours, you know, like I've not been spending time with God. And I go there and the first thing I say that, you know, Lord, I, I really don't deserve to be here. You know, so I might go there and just start saying things like, God, I'm such a mess. I don't even understand why you keep loving me as much as you do. God has never, you know, one time, kila time ni na yon mentality, akuna time God ashe agree na mimi. You know, and I came to realize through those experiences, God came to teach me that the, that the, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin. And, and anytime you see that word, the world, in scripture, it refers to people who are yet to know the Lord, you know. And, and so I would go there like that's how you get saved you know you're living a life that that is up that god is absent and then this one time you come face to face with jesus and you realize i am messed up i need help you know and and so that was that is what that scripture means but i realized that for the people who are already saved the holy spirit convicts us of our righteousness you know that anytime i go into the presence of god and confess something that you know that is not in line with who he has called me to be anytime i confess to a lie that lord i am weak you know that lord i i am i am not qualified i am not the i am not deserving of your presence you know that god there's always this uplifting that happens you know and and in a way you, you do get to see that anyway, it is by God's grace you are there, but by no means does he agree with you that you're not worthy of his love. By no way does he agree with you that you're not worthy of his grace and of his mercy and of his attention. His attention. You know, there is no... Oh, man. As in attention, you're God, man. So, I mean, this, that is the grace of God. It is like, it is like, it's like this guy knows clearly that I... I have, I'm just coming from, from doing something that is not right. And it's like deliberately he chooses to, to not look, you know, to not agree with me. It's like, it's, it's mind blowing, man. It's just, it's just out of this world. It's like nothing. I mean, I, I know there are some people who love me, but that has never felt. It has never come what I feel. Anytime I'm in the presence of God, I have never gotten that from any human being. And I have human beings who have shown me extraordinary generosity and selflessness. But still, unajua, like, habado ifilingi, ifilingi vile mazee na filingi nikiwa ndani ya presence of God. And for me, of all the things that the grace of God does, for me, that one right there, you know, that, that I can come feeling like, like a filthy rag and live there feeling like royalty. You know, Mazay, I can live there feeling like, man, words fail me, but, but, but the grace of God, you know. So when, when sometimes we say that statement, um, when, when these things, when, when God blessed me with the revelation of, of what it means to walk in the reality of his grace, um, there's just things changed. You know, I stopped saying those things. Like, if you come and tell me I have a nice house or I have a nice watch, um, you know, I'll just say thank you. You know, and, it, and it's, not, it's not because it's wrong to say that it is by the grace of God that these things have happened, but, um, you know, I, I, just, I just have a different definition of what it means to walk in the reality of the grace of God. And so over the last few weeks, if you have been coming, 
Uh, if you have not, there's a podcast that you can use to catch up. Uh, I would really encourage you, especially over the last, like, the last four messages uh, or four or five messages, I would encourage you to just go and listen to those those messages you know um so over the last few weeks we have been sharing a lot of radical stuff you know things that that um that need to be to be to be taken care of you know like um i have gained particular interest in excuse me in those um in those um interviews the the chief justice um yesterday the deputy president was doing an interview like i've gained so so much interest in those things because of of like what we've been learning over the past few weeks getting to see how concerned God is uh, by, by, by governance and how invested he is into governance and into, into this, um, you know, um, this, uh, what we think are secular roles in the, in, in, in the world, uh, but getting to see that we actually as Christians need to realize that we are the solution that God has for all the, all that is wrong uh, on this, on this, on, on this, in this country and on this planet. Um, so yeah, so over the last few weeks, we've been talking about a lot of radical stuff. And I believe that as as home fellowship, as as who we are right now, actually just as a church as a whole going forward, um, the season we are in as just a church, by a church I mean just the whole Christian global uh, body, uh, God is gonna be leading us um, to be people who live by a culture of radicalism. You know um, that we are people who are just radical. We are radical um, in 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 our obedience to the Lord, and more importantly, we are radical with how we love people. You know, we we are just radical. Like we are people who love people. Um, even when it's expensive, especially when it's expensive. I have this um, brother, um, friend of mine who, uh, real, a man who I, uh, actually, but it's a man I completely admire. And I tell the Lord, if I can be half of those people, if I can just be half of who that person is, um, I, I will die happy. You know, so this brother uh, is married been married now for about 15 years um and and uh he he was giving me this story of how um him and him and his wife before they got into before they got married um they broke up uh six seven times the eighth the eighth coming together the the, the time they came together the eighth time is when they is when now they got married um and from how he was speaking about it it was like he was being dumped those seven times. And so this guy, I asked him, um, I was having this conversation with him and I was asking him, bro, what what kept you? You know, and he was like, first of all, this this woman, I knew that this woman is like rare. I um <laughs> It's like it's like those situations where you know the lightning lightning will not strike that place twice, you know. So Nina Shikilia, and then he was like, I have my convictions. Um, you know, I know what the Lord has spoken to me about about this uh this this lady Nininini. Um and so one of the things he said to me in, in one of those meetings that that really just um really blew my mind, he said, I made in that season when that was happening, he said, I made a decision. Um, that in the times when my wife is is when the times when I will feel my wife pushing me away, those are the times I'm gonna be there for her more than ever. Man, that that thing, you know. So he he, he would tell me how even now as they are married, you know, kuna, kuna times and you go through things like some of us, especially introverted people, we go through things. We want to go through things alone. So unesaenda, for example, umetoka ofisi. So when you come home, you just want to, to be in your room. So he was like, those are the days I take her out. 
those are the days I bring flowers home. You know, those are the days I, I will buy her a new dress, a dress that I saw her eyeing someday to Kiwanaeko Mall. Those are the days I'll come with those things, you know. And, and, and he said that the one thing I want my wife to remember is that the times that I was there for her, the times she did, the times she, you know, she, she felt that she wanted to be like, these times, these times, those were the times I was there for her. And so, um, like, like that, that, that is radical love. Like that is, that is love that pays the cost. And, and that's, that's not really about feelings. It's about a decision that you have made. You know, that's, that's like a, that's like a personal, Twitter personal constitution, that I'm going to be selfless even when, you know, a good number, a lot of us will be selfless up to the point when it starts being inconvenient for us. And then now we start saying things like, um, you know, uh, me, I don't want to be in this. Um, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, this thing is becoming, I've seen phrases like, um, I have used those phrases. I have used phrases like, this is becoming one-sided. Um, I feel like the effort is not mutual and such things, you know, but if you, if you were here when we were doing that, those teachings on friendships, uh, you know, we were saying that, that, that God's, God's idea of friendship is that friendship is expensive. It is inconvenient. It is, it is sacrificial. You know, Jesus said, great, there is no greater sacrifice than this, that a, that a man would lay down his life for his friends in that particular Example, Jesus Christ did not call himself the son of God. He did not call himself, you know, the, the chosen savior. He called himself our friend. He said, I am not dying for you to become, I'm not dying for you as potential sons and daughters of God. I am dying for you as my friends. You understand? So he showed us, he, he put that, he put that standard that this is where your selflessness towards your friends should get you, you know, <laughs> which is nuts and, 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 and such a huge, um, it's, it's a, it's a tall order, you know, so, so yeah, so, um, getting to that place where we are loving, uh, and that's a radical way to love people. You understand? Even when, uh, even when people are pushing you away, especially when they're pushing you away, that's when you decide you're going to be there. Now, according to the world standards, that is not wise. You know, they tell you, uh, you're going to get burnt. You're going to get, uh, you, you know, so, but, but, but that's what exactly happened to Jesus. Jesus was burnt. You know, he was killed for, 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 uh, for, for his love for us and for his uh, heart towards us, you know. Um, so getting to a place where we are loving people as, 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 as radically as Jesus did. Um, so, so over the last few weeks, we've been talking about that um, practical things that we need to do. You know, like last week we were saying, um, it doesn't make sense to pray for, like, for example, you're praying for a person to get saved and you're praying for a person, the person you're praying for to get saved, you have not preached to them doesn't make sense, you know, preach to them first. The Bible says that the gospel of God, Romans 1 16, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. It is the tool, that message that someone died for them on the cross, that's the tool that the Lord uses to convict people into salvation. So sometimes we can spend even years praying for people. Uh, we were talking with Charles the other day and we were saying, this is also, this is, this is also, uh, this is other method that Christians also have, have somehow devised where you are walking with a person who's not saved. It's like you are walking, it's like you are sort of priming them into salvation. And, 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 and sometimes I was telling him, I was telling Charles, if I was to go back to campus, that's the one thing I would do different. As opposed to like sort of trying to convince a person over a period of time that they need to get saved. The first time I meet these people now, I began a gospel. Because now I understand that, that my walking with these people is not what will lead them to Christ. It is the actual preaching of the, in fact, the Bible says, how will they believe uh, if they have not been preached to? You know, how will they believe? 
you know that 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 the Paul asks that question. You know, how will they believe if um you know if they have not been preached to? And then he goes on and says, you know, someone needs to be sent and all that. Um, and then he ends up by saying that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know, so so that's 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 uh, that's important. So we've been talking about that and saying how we need to keep going out. Um, so today, I, I um, stay with me, stick with me. It might sound like initially I am coming against everything we have shared over the last. Um, six weeks or so, but just stick with me. I am not, I'm building on it. Um, so the danger uh, of speaking about walking out a radical life is that it has a lot of action verbs, uh, you know, action verbs, like things to do. That's the danger of that life, stuff to be done. You know, go go preach to so-and-so, start start this business. You know, the Lord comes and, and gives you a conviction to start a business, uh, you know, go, go for this mission somewhere, apply for work in this company, you know, go take care of, of, of the widows and the orphans, do community projects, you know, all these things you're doing in the name of the Lord, um, all, all very practical stuff to be done. And the danger in that is that if we are caught up in the cycle of getting things done, we can easily find ourselves doing godly stuff, but without God. You understand? You can find yourself in a cycle where you are constantly doing things that, that are godly on face value, but God is not in them. I remember I remember uh, one time being told I, I was I was I was listening to one of the people who um, advises uh, or rather works with me spiritually and they were and they said a statement to me I've never forgotten and they said it's not everything that has God written all over it has God in it you know so um, and and that could be something very practical like for example you could be serving you could be serving in a place in a fellowship in a church in a ministry that the Lord does not want you there you know I'm usually so careful I remember even um, Adelaide will Adelaide will Adelaide is here she, she you know she can attest to that that when we were we were in uh, we served with her in the Christian in the CU leadership and one of the things we you know we constantly had to work against is that feeling of wanting to draw people to see you you know draw people to the Lord don't draw people to an organization you understand it's different those are two very different things. Um, and so it, sometimes you'd feel like, like there's this, say the CU needs leaders, the CU needs, uh, you know, volunteers. And so you, you, you work towards making your organization look attractive so that people can plug into that. And maybe the Lord does not want them there, you know? And so sometimes you'd hear people saying things like, uh, you know, we are going to a, a church outside, outside campus. And so many times those people would be fought and, 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 um, I personally believe that if a person is, for example, serving in the in the CU leadership, they need to plug in. Like where the Lord has called you into leadership, you need to plug in. Like says you for example, in mini leader when you are on fellowship, alafu kama sa ifrede usiku ni najonga fellowship nyingi sana wazina happen. Alafu ndiko uko. Unanipata so like there's there's that discipline of serving where the Lord has plugged you, but then there's also this uh this place of knowing that sometimes the Lord is going to lead people away. Like, for example, since we started Home Fellowship, there's so many people who've come and said to me that Njangama uh, Zay feel like the Lord is leading me to serve elsewhere. And I would let them go. It's a painful process and it's so painful. <laughs> but, you know, you let them go. And in most cases, you realize that one, where they are going to serve, that place really thrives. And then secondly, the other thing that I noticed is that where they live, Maliwametoka also starts thriving. I, I cannot explain how, I don't know what the science is, but it's just the blessing of obedience. You know, that's just the blessing of obeying God. So you find that there's that danger of, of sometimes getting things done. Like for example, you may be serving, for example, at home fellowship, but the question is, does the Lord want you there? You understand, do you have conviction? Do you have, 
do you have a witness in your heart that you are currently supposed to be serving uh, you know with home fellowship so those those are some some of the things so you might find the danger in that is that we might get up we might get caught up in the in the cycle of getting things done uh, and find ourselves you know doing stuff that we believe is in service to the lord but the lord is not there you know and that is how you end up experiencing something we call a burnout you know um doing a lot of heavy stuff without a constant source of refreshment refreshing and rejuvenation which is what the grace of god is you understand when you serve uh, or rather let, let me bring this closer home for example friendships i i personally believe i might not have any scripture for this but from my personal experience and also just reading uh about relationships in scripture i believe that a huge percentage of the people in our lives are seasonal you know that god will put you guys together for a certain season and once whatever he wanted you guys to accomplish has been accomplished his grace is lifted and i remember when i was uh, we were preaching on friendships i was saying one of the ways you can tell that the grace has been lifted kunanzanga kwa na statements funny that squeeze it mezoyana vibaya na umse cheki see at mnaanza sai is that you guys the, the grace of god was on that relationship and so there there was you know the the bible um the bible says what does it say that, that love covers a multitude of 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 sin you know so there's 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 it's not a deception of sort but there is a, a divine tolerance and a divine patience and a divine selflessness that comes into your heart when you have grace to be in a certain place or to or you have grace to be in relationship with a certain person and once that is lifted then you guys come face to face with each other and who you truly are and then you start realizing we maybe this friendship had it not been for the grace of god you know um we would not be where we are today and so that's i personally believe, believe that's why that's one of the most important reasons as to why you need to have jesus at the center of your marriage you understand because woo man hallelujah what's in what's to see and go to see and go to see and go and so there's a danger in that you know doing a lot of heavy stuff without a source of constant refreshing or rejuvenation will lead to a burnout and there is a very good example in scripture of people uh of people who would go ahead to do godly things that they started with the right heart you know maybe even the lord was the one who um told them to start doing that uh, and that uh, let me at that point because i don't think i'll get another chance to mention that it's also very important if god tells you to go to kisumu um don't just start planning on how you're going to go there go back and also get the plan so sir if god tells you go to kisumu don't just assume he wants you to go to town and get a mat to go to kisumu go and find out how was i supposed to get to kisumu so it's not it's not enough to get the 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 vision or the picture it is equally important to get the steps in fact if you get the steps wrong the vision will not be attained bonus if so it's it's super super important so let me i just wanted to mention that there cuz i i don't think at any point I'll, i'm going to get to mention that again so there's a very so there are people who start out like that you know that i know god the lord told me to go to kisumu and so you start doing you start working and you start executing and you start working you know you know in what uh, is obedience and and you get caught up in that cycle because like i said because of the many action action things and action verbs that are involved so you get yourself in this cycle of just getting things done getting things done getting things done you know uh, and 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 if at some point you lose focus on the lord you're going to end up in this place now where we are calling a burnout because you're doing a lot of heavy stuff that um ordinarily would not be accomplished through human strength um and and the person your source of power the where where you're getting the ability to do all those things you've unplugged from that place so this 
Um, yeah, so I was saying there are very, there are very many good examples and scriptures of people who did that. Either they got themselves into places where the Lord did not want them, <clears throat> or they started out correctly and then in the process, you know, lost focus and then uh, you know started re um, resulted to themselves. So one of the scriptures I'm going to read for us is uh, Matthew chapter seven verse twenty one, uh, and and here's what it says: it says, "Not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven." Only those who actually do the will of my father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, listen, listen, listen to this verse 23. It says, on judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and we cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, uh, you who break God's, law, God's laws. Yo. <laughs> the Lord is rebuking people who uh, do things that utter, you know, the people who are being, the things they are being rebuked for, we don't even do half of those things. Those of us who are in correct relationship with the Lord, you understand? Like you would think the things that these people have listed there are like the epitome of being in a good relationship with the father, you know, prophesying, casting out demons. They even say, I think they say raising the dead. No, they don't. Sorry. You know what I mean? I was just about to exaggerate it. Yo, yo, but the Lord has stopped me, you know. So they say, we prophesied, we cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. You know, so these are things that, I, I mean, the Christians who are who move in this, in this, in this, in these realms are the Christians we look at and we're like, oh my God, when I grow up, I want to be like those guys, you know. But the Lord says, get away from me. I do not, I do not know you. You know, in fact, other versions say, you evildoers, get away from me, you know. And, and, um, and another scripture that you could look at is Galatians, I believe, chapter three. You foolish Galatians who has bewitched you, you know, because uh, Paul came to these people, taught them about the grace of God, made them understand how you get justification before the Lord. Some Jewish leaders came and told them, we agree with all that Paul said, but he forgot to tell you one thing. You need to get circumcised in order for your salvation to be complete. Paul comes back and is like, you foolish Galatians, eh? who has bewitched you? And the message version puts it like, what in the world makes you think that something that you started in the spirit could be completed or, or could be brought into completion via the flesh? You understand? So you, you think there's something you can do in the flesh to earn your spot in heaven. What is wrong with you? To Paul, a person who does that is nikam to merogwa. Like when I'm to mwenye anakula nyasi, I'm not of auti. Nanipata, mtu mwenye anakula nyasi na helewi konyena anekula. Uliandoka mes na mtu flani in some my neoflan is a Kenya ambazo tutataja kwa sababu you know um so there are so many examples of 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 you know people who got in the cycle of getting things done uh, but some but somehow along the process left god out uh, the blessing in the blessing in doing god's work is that he's the one who moves amen the blessing in doing god's work is that he's the one who moves he's the one who does this work he says in the book of philippians that he who started um um, the, the good work is faithful to bring it to completion, you know, so he's, he starts it and then he brings it to completion. You understand? Our part is to just walk in obedience. And then God is the one who opens those doors. God, for example, I cannot explain to you how a person who just come to home fellowship and give 107,000 Kenyan shillings. I cannot explain that to you. What was our part? Maybe as the leaders was to just do those videos. You understand? So we walk in obedience and then there's just some things that, that, that the Lord does, you know, so he's the one who moves. This, however, can also serve as a danger. The fact that it is the one, it is the Lord who moves, can also serve as a danger, and has actually led to the downfall of so many believers, both in Scripture 
and in today's times, people like Samson, this is why, this is what led to their demise. You understand? The danger is that God is the one who moves. And this has no direct say in the state of your relationship with God. Woo! Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you, from scripture, we've seen that. You understand? The fact that you can cast out demons does not have a direct say on the state of your relationship with the Lord. Otherwise, these people would have probably gotten VIP tickets into heaven. But these are people who've cast out demons, people who have, you know, preached the gospel to the ends of the world. But on the last day, on when they meet the person who they have been working their whole life, you know, you can imagine the excitement in the hearts of these people as they get to meet Jesus. To, they, they are expecting that they'll get, they're going to get that part, part on their back, you know, good and faithful servant. But then that's not what is happening. You understand? Paul also spoke about this and says, you know, every day I beat my flesh so that at the end of the day, after preaching to everyone, I myself don't get disqualified. You understand? So he, he Paul, was, Paul, Paul was also aware of this danger. So ideally, we should always operate from a place of, abound, of, 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 of abundance. Abundance, or rather, let me put it this way, abounding in our relationship with the Father. Like out of, out of our relationship with the Father, there's an abundance that we get to, to have in our hearts. So that ideally should be where we are doing ministry from and all these other things that the Lord is sending us, uh, sending us out to do. But we must understand that it is the power that is, in, that is in the name of Jesus that makes things move. And it is not us. We are not the ones who make these things happen. You understand? It is not, it is not, the fact that we are in good or bad relationship with the father that makes these things happen. It is the name. The Bible says, you know, that at the mention, um, so let me, let me, let me, no, no, let me use this other scripture. It says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess to the Lordship of Jesus. Right? So it, it is, it is to his, um, another scripture is, uh, I think what I tell the sons of the sons of Isika or something. You know, when they went to cast out <laughs> went to cast out those demons and they were thrashed. They said this to those guys, Jesus we know, and Paul we have heard of. But who are you guys, the sons of Skaver? Thank you, thank you, uh, Metha. Hey, Isika, you may talk about Asanti, Asanti Metha. So people who read the word. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, all of us do. But anyway, you know, Jesus we know, Paul we've heard of. And there's a place where, and there's also a place where um, um, the, the uh, Okay, you mean here, but you change your method and Jaribo Pakuni Rust now, but anyway, it's cool. So, the power for miracles, um, great commission, all authority in, in the heavens and on earth has been given to me. I now give that authority to you. You understand? It is in the power. Go in, go to the nations, making disciples of them, baptizing them in the name of who? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Not in your own name. Because your name doesn't carry the power that the name of Jesus does. You understand? So we pray in the name of Jesus. We ask for things in the name of Jesus. You understand? First uh, John chapter 5, verse 15 says, anything we ask, for, chapter 14, this is, uh, sorry, verse 14, this is the confidence we have that whenever we pray and ask for things that, uh, and ask for things in the will of God, we know that he hears us. And if we know that we, um, you know, that if he hears us, then we know that what we have received. And Jesus also said that anything you ask in my name, you know, the father will give you. So it is, it is, you have to understand that is where the power lies. I hope you can see the distinction. All right. That is where the power lies. That is where the power lies. And this should serve as an encouragement to you. Man, there are some of us who shy away from doing things like preaching to strangers because we think it is our eloquence that will lead them to the Lord. It is not. 
The power is in the name of Jesus. The power is in the gospel. It is not in you. It is not in your eloquence or lack thereof. Anytime that the father asks you to do something, do it. Knowing that, that, that thank the Lord. You know, Paul says, all the more I'm going to boast in my weaknesses. Because in, when, when, in, when it comes to accomplishing things in the kingdom of God or getting things done in the kingdom of God, my weaknesses and my strength play, hey, play, sorry, play a very little role. You understand? They, they don't they don't they don't count for much, man. That's why Jesus was like, listen, if you guys don't don't worship me, the stones will. You have to understand your place in all. You have to understand your place in, in 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 getting things done in the kingdom of God. The power is in the name of the Lord. It is not in us. It is not in our relationship with God. And it is not or, or, or rather in, in how well or badly our relationship with God is. And so that should lead you to the question of then what is the purpose of that relationship? What the, what the relationship our relationship with God is? We're gonna answer that question as we as we just go. Um, so yeah, so ideally, we should like I said, we should operate from a place of abounding in our relationship, ab ab abundance that comes from our relationship with the Lord. Uh, and and uh, yeah, so we must understand that it is the power that is in the name of the of the of Jesus that that makes these things go. Um, if you ever do get a chance to pray for, for example, a sick person and they get healed. Just get that clear in your mind. It will, it will keep you humble. It will keep pride away from your heart. Stop. You you will not start walking around like the Tretanga Deputy Jesus, Vice Jesus. You know, you, it keeps you humble because you understand that anyone who could have just come and said, "Be healed in the name of Jesus," it would have happened. Literally, anyone. That's why these people could cast out demons, people who are not in relationship with Jesus at all, because the power is not in. In 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 um you know, uh, I don't know how I can say this politely. Stacking mounds of creativity at the not politely but correctly. I hope you're getting me right. I'm not saying that that uh, your relationship with the Lord is not important. Give me time. I'm getting there. But uh, the power, even when you are in the most tremendous terms with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, when you go out, just go out in that humility of remembering that I. I'm not the one who gets things done. It is the it is the one I serve. He is the one who gets the glory. He is the one who moves. Um, and so, yeah. So that's 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 quite um, important to note. Uh, so now to explain that scripture, uh, Jesus was just like, hey, listen. Um, you know, you don't know people that you're not in relationship with. For example, you don't know the person who lives uh, in uh, in where Karen house number, for example, fifty five. So if that person, I don't know if that even exists, but if that person came to you and said, hey, bro, what's up? You'd be like, uh, what's up? Who are you again? You know, simply because we are not in relationship. You understand? So as much as I appreciate that you are casting out demons in my name, and as much as I appreciate that, that people were set free, I just don't know you. <laughs> you understand? And, and the requirement for getting into heaven was to be a person who has believed in the sacrifice of Jesus, you know, uh, a person who has accepted Jesus into their heart. And so that's, that's, that's uh, important to know. I remember the first time I read that scripture, put the fear of the Lord in my heart, man. It put the fear of the Lord in my heart. I was like, may I never be caught in that cycle of just doing things, doing ministry, and my relationship with the Lord is in shambles, you know. So, I, man, you know, so... Uh, Um, all right, so we are supposed to, uh, so uh, let's continue. So we are supposed to be getting things done 
so the, sorry the question it's a question it's called a question mark on the so the question is how are we supposed to be getting things done in the kingdom <laughs> by having this is how we are supposed to get things done in the kingdom of god by having our affection set on the father as opposed to getting things done you should be excited about being in the presence of the lord more than you are excited about doing ministry all right you should be excited about being loved by jesus more than you are excited about uh you know serving the lord there's a place in the in the in the uh oh oh man i hope you ate any wreck but is scripture ni maliza man john chapter 5 you know it's, it's the story of the person who'd been a cripple for 38 years and and he's been told carry your carry your mat stand up and carry your mat meets the pharisees on the road he's asked why are you carrying your mat he says this dude told me to do it this guy is go and find jesus and like why are you telling people um to carry their mats on a sabbath this dude has been a cripple for 38 years na kinyi mekuhiti ya kwanza si yake anatembea chenye mekuhiti ya kwanza ni that anabeba mati yake on a sabbath a dude who's been a cripple for <laughs> anyway uh, so jesus says this to them he says um the father loves the son so he shows him these things and greater things than this will the father show the son that you may marvel so uh jesus says in that same scripture i don't do anything that i don't see my father doing and i don't see i don't i don't say anything that i don't hear the father saying um so that means that in order for jesus to operate he had to have like revelation of what is happening in heaven or what at least is capable what is what what are the possibilities of heaven these are the possibilities of earth and these are the possibilities of heaven the possibilities of heaven is that cripples can walk so he goes around replicating that so without being able to see what was happening in heaven or being made aware of the possibilities that reside in the heavenly realms jesus would not have been able to do what uh, he was doing but get this jesus says for the father loves the son so he shows him these things The father was not showing the son these things that he may go and replicate them. He was showing them though he was showing the son those things because he loves him. You understand? The whole point of Jesus being brought into the into the daily activities of heaven was because how many people know that one of the best ways to show love to a person is by opening up your life to them. I don't know if you know that. And so the father is like listen, I'm going to show you how much I love you by opening up my life to you just that the life of God The normal day in the life of God looks like cripples walking, dead people being raised, you know, demons being cast out. And so that rubs off on you as you spend time with the Lord, you know, as as you as you get as you accept that invitation to come and see how the Father does does things which is an invitation, you know, founded profoundly on love. You understand? Like the Father is just completely opening up his heart for you to see that. So I remember reading that and i and i was just blown away and and jesus is like for the father show for the father loves the son so he shows him these things you understand so it was not for the purpose of 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 you know the ministry of jesus quote and quote it was big. the whole point was that i want to communicate to you that i love you so i'm going to show you all these things i'm going to show you everything that i do because i love you now the thing is listen here's the thing if you have genuinely encounter the love of Jesus maze you know you cannot keep that thing to yourself unajuanga tu like maze ukipatananga tu na Yesu vizuri vile unakao upatane na yeye you cannot you go out bana you remember that woman um, at the well the samaritan she went out to the whole village They're like come let me show you a man who has told me everything that concerns me you remember that dude who was had 3000 demons in him maze he went back 
to his town and, and, and was shouting to everyone. When you encounter the Lord, when you encounter the love of the Father, that is not something you can keep to yourself. You understand? And that was that is what was happening to Jesus. And listen, I have come to realize that the Lord loves us so much that he has made a provision for sick people to be healed. So I'm gonna preach to you, man. I'm going to pray to you. I'm going to tell you, pick up your mat and walk. And in the process, you know, you're going to encounter the love, the tremendous love of the father. So that's, 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 um, so, you know, ideally by having our affection set on the father, we are going to get things done. You understand? You will not be in a love relationship with the father and not be a radical person. It's just not possible. You will not be a person, you cannot be a person who spends every, like for example, every day you spend an hour with the Holy Spirit and, and you're not radical. You understand? I mean, and, and, and I mean, we shared about that and we are saying sometimes that happens and we explained the reason that happens is because people have created a, a dichotomy in their head or, or compartmentalized what the role of Jesus is in their lives. The role of Jesus is to love me, to hold me. You know, but this is other side of our faith that is go out into all nations. Mm baptizing them in the name of the father and you cannot ignore that side i mean embrace this side where the father loves you holds you blesses you gives you boyfriend uh, sorry husbands and wives crashes and easy husbands and wives blesses you with all those things but also understand that there's this other part privilege which is actually a privilege and an honor if you've ever led someone to christ yo you know you know, unajuanga toko kafura, mazo unanzanga kulia, nani stranger, nata uelewi kwa nini unalia, nani stranger. I remember this one time, I I, I led a, a driver and 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 the makanga to the Lord, sometime last year, man. And I came out of that bus, it was in town. I came out of that bus, as I was walking to my stage, I, I there was a mixture of emotion. I was like, oh my God, I've just preached to a driver. And, they, and oh my God, they have just gotten saved. And oh my God, they have just gotten saved. So like you just have this, like Kidogo, you're excited. Kidogo, you're crying. Kidogo, you're, you're like, hey, you know, Jenga, calm down, calm down, calm down. You know, there's just, in fact, First John, um, I believe it's chapter one. When, 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 when John started writing that letter, he said, the reason we share, the reason he puts it, he says something about the light. He keeps referring to Jesus as the light light and says the reason we cannot keep this news to ourselves is so that our joy may be made complete Ay. wait what now as in in sharing the gospel in telling people about jesus those people got saved but their joy the ones who are sharing the gospel their joy was made complete ah what now anyway so we are supposed to operate from a place where our affection is set on the father as opposed to, you know, being excited about getting things done. When we focus our affection on him, we contact his grace. And the powerful thing about walking in the grace of God uh, is that you get to accomplish way more than you would have through your own efforts. That's one. But more importantly, and where I feel like where the weight is, the weight of, of why you need to have your affection focused on Jesus is that you get to walk in the constant reality of God's love for you. Whew. You will always be aware of how deeply loved you are. You will always be aware of how deeply wanted you are, how deeply appreciated you are. You are cherished. You are one of a kind. You are son of the king of kings. You understand the Bible, there's a scripture that says that Jesus is the firstborn of this family. You get to call Jesus your big brother. You understand? But more than that, you get to be 
aware constantly, 100%, 24-7, of this God who loves you and how perfectly he loves you. That is a reality you keep walking in. You understand? As, in, as you wake up, as you go through the challenges of life, as life throws its blows at you, you know, they, they, I, there's... And let me tell you why you need to want to walk in that. Because what that does is that it creates a stubborn faith in you. The other day, I was praying here. And a man, I was, I was not in a good place. You know, I was, I was in a place of questioning so many things about, about uh, so many things. <laughs> you know, there are so many things that were not going right. And, and, and there's this, um, man, this is a long testimony. So last year, 2019, rather, not last year, 2019, I had this chance to go to the States and live there for six months. Never looked for it. It's a very important detail. To this story very important mimi nilikuwa sawa na nairobi nilikuwa sawa na tomboya moy avenue kenyatta avenue mimi nilikuwa sawa then these brothers and sisters come from the states and they tell me the lord has convicted us to ask you to come back with us to the states i'm like hallelujah very good let me go pray and then i'll, I'll get back to you i go ask the father hey kunama brothers and sisters all in your approach and then the lord is like it is i who sent them please go I'm like awesome. So that means kila kitu iko iko sawa. Eh pesa itakuja, nini nini nini, visa nitapata. I go to the American embassy and by the the visa is very expensive. I think it's like 20 Gs. By now probably mepanda. Eh just that to that interview, you know. So eh, eh, so I go to the embassy and I tell them uh, eh, I am here. The Lord must have told you of my coming. It is I. Return your visa. Hey, kidogo, kidogo, my brother, you're not qualified to go to the States. So I come out of that embassy and I'm like, the one job Jesus had to do, the one job, the one thing to convict the guy, to give me the, you've, I mean, why would you, I remember, just, your day mazini likuwa ni mechanganikiwa. Yani ushayenda kufanya kitu na confidence. Did you know out of every 10 people who do this interview, it's only like one who gets the visa? I'm like, I am the one. It is I. You know, and you're just that you're so confident. And then apparently you're part of the nine. You're not, you're not the one, you know. So I come out and I'm so, I'm so confused. I'm like, why? You know, why? And then I, I remembered. Uh, that day I came, I, I, I was actually in a mat. So when I got into that mat now to come back to, to my place, I remember um, that season the Lord had been teaching me about complaining, complaining, kulalamika. And um, one of the things I had in a sermon was that complaining, complaining to the devil is like worship to God. Like when we complain to the Lord, it has the same effect on the devil that worship has To the to the father you understand like what what happens to the to, to to like the effect that worship has when we worship the lord the effect that that has to the father is the same effect that complaining about god's unfaithfulness has on the devil you know so i was like whoo where were you know so the question was so i remember it was a teaching it was just a teaching i probably even preached it you know it was just a teaching practical so on that day when I left that embassy the question was are you gonna complain or are you going to 
accept my sovereign will. I was so tempted. I was so tempted to come here and complain. Me, I was fine. Nilikuwa sawa na tomboya. Nilikuwa sawa na moyaveni. Mi nilikuwa sawa na kenyataaveni. Hata sikuwa hifikiria tindinazadenda kushi. Yani, ni uchokozi. Mungu ini uchokozi. Ini uchokozi tu. Yani, mimi I was just living life. Ini uchokozi tu. And then, I, I remember that day I came to my house and I put on praise worship, praise music, like high beat, dance. And I remember I praised the Lord crying. I was just there saying, Njenga, Joseph Njenga, as long as you are alive, you're going to worship the Lord. And, I, and it was one of the most powerful things I have ever done. I was like, whoo! You know, so um, this, this other time happened, Ilikwanga, no, last week, last week, um, you know, a few, a few, I was like what I was saying, I was here and I was complaining. Um, sorry, I was here and I was, I was, I was again in that place of being tempted, you know, to come and complain um, and, and, and just lament about, uh, you know, a, a lot of things. Um, sorry, I have completely lost my line of thought, but I will find it. But yeah, I wanted to share also that testimony with you guys. Um, but yeah, I was saying the powerful thing about walking in the grace of God is that you get to accomplish way more than you would have through your own efforts. But more importantly, like I said, you get to dwell in the presence of the Father. You know, you get to feel the love of the Father. Oh yeah, so I was saying last week I was I was about to start complaining like that, you know, and, and I realized that my complaining would be anchored actually on on this thing of getting things done, you know. But I realized the more you set your affection on the Lord, um, man, like this, just that, like what I was explaining earlier, this is this, you just, it just comes, man, he just comes down. You know, and you, and you get to feel that love for him. And that's what, that's what we get when we walk with our affection focused on Jesus, that we get to walk daily in the reality of that I am loved, you know, and that would do you more good, more than any works, even those done, you know, uh, for God, even those things that you're doing for God, having just your, having your attention focused on God and, and getting to walk in that daily reality of that you are loved, that will do more good for you than any amount of work, good works uh, that you'll ever do. You know, one of the things we dream about a lot as human beings is having other people praise us for what we have accomplished. I mean, kama ujai kwa your point ya mazini itafanyibia, intanzishaibia shara, alafu mazini itadrive, netengia shags na yon man. And then everyone will just look at me and, and show, show us your ways, you know, like people will just admire me, Mazi, you know. I mean, if you've never, I mean, I'm going to be a pastor, man. You know, I'm going to have like, like a church that has like a hundred thousand people per Sunday, man. I thought to see you Sadaka, you're more, but my gosh, I mean, a hundred thousand, you know, a hundred thousand people just coming to listen to me. Just me, you know, or, or whatever it is that you dream about that me, me and my spouse, Mazu, are going to be couple goals. We are the kind of people that people are going to be looking at and just going like, oh, man, you guys are such, you guys are goals. You know, Mazu, as in, Mazu, Mazu, could you please be our mentors? And you're like, gladly, you know, by the grace of God, we are going to mentor you guys correctly. You know, it is such a privilege. You know, you start, you start like that. It is such a privilege and such an honor even for you guys to consider us as your mentors. Oh my God, this is so humbling. But you have been preparing for that since the day you got married. Even asking the Lord, when are these mentees coming? You know, our awesomeness needs to be to trickle down. Our awesomeness needs to trickle down to these people, you know. Uh, so we live for that, you know, we, 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 we want that, like we want that acknowledgement. And it feels good, Mazi, when people acknowledge your accomplishment. It feels good, it really does. Um, 
you know uh it is the whole actually that that idea of people applauding other people that's the whole business strategy of instagram and linkedin that's how they make money you don't know you know strategy how yote you know that i you know we we are giving you a chance to post and and show people what you've been doing wala jibambe bro unajua um and uh, and i'm not saying social media is bad i honestly personally my personal opinion of social media i think it's genius i think it's brilliant mazi i just admire it the whole idea of social media is just brilliant um but knowing that you have the father's attention and actually being able listen it's one thing to know that the father sees you but it is another thing to actually feel that the father sees you that the father acknowledges you that you have his attention my friends that is the single most rewarding thing you will ever go come across on this planet in the before we get to eternity that is the single thing most yani you kitu tu just knowing that i have the attention of the king of kings and the lord of lords and that he's looking on me it is i he loves it is mimi anapenda it is me he thinks the world of it is me that he thought i was to die for and he went ahead and did exactly that you know it is me ni mimi mimi joseph njenga you know there's a day i was here just thinking about that and i was like yani ni mimi mungu ananipenda you know and and the more you meditate on the love of god i don't know how if you know this but the more you meditate on just how much how loved you are by the lord the more you start the more the more mawongos and you umekuki believing the more they are exposed and the more you rise in boldness against those lies you understand that yes i might be i'm maybe i'm not even the best leader that there is but it does not matter because i am loved I am accepted as the bad leader that I am. Mungu ananipenda nikiwa hivyo. Unanipata I am I am loved to vile niko man. So it doesn't matter. And then the more you stay there, the more you start to re- question actually who says I am a bad leader? What are the facts? Where are these facts that actually say I'm a bad leader? You know, if if I was to actually look at look at my leadership objectively, man, I'm probably not the best leader in the world, but I'm not a bad leader. It is just the fact that my brain and the devil and the circumstances around me they have put me in a box where I have constantly focused on the things that I have done wrong while I have so many things that I have actually done right things that the lord is proud of you understand so that that happens in that space of 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 of, of being loved by the father a brother comes and tells you oh sister you're so pretty you go back home and you're like oh brother ni nini anaonanga surely kana mungu kana mungu when they come and say you're such a phenomenal woman you're like flesh and blood does not reveal that to you you understand it is ooh, you brother you are right but flesh and blood is not what has revealed that to you it is the spirit you are walking this is how i know you are saved and this is how i actually can consider dating you because you know what is true of me in the spirit not i am phenomenal that's a ringy man i am you know so you walk with and it's a boldness you know it's a very thin line between boldness and pride but it is not pride it is boldness it is boldness in knowing that this is what is true and and walking by it does not make me proud you understand in fact if god says i'm phenomenal and i don't think i'm phenomenal that is pride that the king of kings says something about you and you're like ah you're school school man thanks appreciate but i'm good you understand but I'm, i'm finishing i'm about to finish um you know i was saying but knowing that you have the father's attention and actually being able to feel 
that is honestly the most rewarding thing ever. Before calling us to service, God has called us to be loved by him. You have to just, you have to make that a personal mantra that you live by. That before I come to this place of looking at myself as Joseph Njenga, Ziman, the man of God, I must look at myself as Joseph Njenga, the person who did not deserve God's love, but for some reason he has it and he has it in its fullness. The person whose weaknesses are acknowledged and, 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 and accepted and in exchange, grace is poured out. I am that person. I am the person who gets to be loved by the Father. Then I preach the gospel. In fact, as a result, I preach the gospel. As a result, I preach the, the truth of Jesus. I am loved. And that is why I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, do well in the corporate. Not because I am a skilled uh, you know, a strategy person, but because I am loved. <laughs> the strategy unto success, the strategy unto prosperity, the strategy, my strategy unto wealth is that I understand I am loved. And, 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 and it's not just that I understand I am loved, I also understand who it is that loves me. He is the king of kings, the source of all prosperity, the alpha and the omega, the one who knows um, the, you know, the, the end from the beginning, the one who does not figure out things as he goes, the one who already knows everything. He says that he knows, you know, that he has, he knows every strand of hair on my head. That guy loves me. The one who has no track record of failure. The one who no one has ever trust, put their trust in and has been put to shame. No, the one who David says that since I was young and now that I am old, never seen a righteous man forsaken or his children begging for bread. That guy, that God, that God loves me. So I understand that I am loved and I also understand he who loves me. I understand who he is. Having your attention constantly fixed on him will not only get us equipped to do what he needs, he needs us to do, but also by focusing on Jesus, we get to come face to face with our frailty as humans and how great our need is for him. If there's anything else you're gonna take out of this teaching, there's a whole part of this teaching that I'm, I'm not gonna do because I'm seeing time in Asia. I'll finish up next week, but um, for tonight, if there's a part of this um, service that I want you to, re to, to remember is that statement right there. Having your attention constantly focused on him will not only get us equipped to do what needs to be done. When you focus on the Lord, like I said, you will not focus on Jesus and be a passive Christian. Uh, it just doesn't add up. You know, but when you focus on Jesus, and you get to a place where now you start to see the heart of the Father. Um, you're going to start being moved by what moves um, the heart of the Lord. Um, there's a friend of ours, uh, Adelaide and I, who she's called Joyce. Maybe I should invite Joyce for one of these fellowships, you know. And, and she wrote such a tremendous song um, that goes something like, you know, Father, I remember she just read that statement to us. And, and man, it was profound. It says, you know, that Father, let our hearts be affected by you. I, yo, just let our hearts be affected by you. That, that I cannot be in the same place where Jesus is and my heart is not moved. I cannot be walking with the Lord and my heart is not moved. I cannot be every day reading the word of God and my heart, I want, as I read the word of God, I want to be affected by it. As I come into the presence of the Lord, I want to be affected by it. Whatever affecting my heart looks like, so be it, I'm open to it, let it happen. Let it happen, I'm open to it, you know. 
So having your attention constantly fixed on him will not only get you equipped to do what needs to be done, but also focusing on Jesus. By focusing on him, we get to come face to face with our frailty, our our what we call the end of ourselves, where, where, where our abilities can get us. This is as far as our ability can get us. You know, we get to come face to face with that as humans and how great our need is for him. A person who doesn't see their need for Jesus eventually walks away from Jesus. A person who doesn't see their need for the father eventually walks away from him. You will not follow a God who's not relevant to you. You will go for the one who is. You understand? The, the one you think is relevant. If you think your hustle does more for you than God, then your hustle will become your God. And if you think your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband and wife does more for you, they love you better than the father loves you, then your affection will be first for your spouse than for the Lord. You understand? So it is important. Um, so when, when, we, when we come face to face with, with God and when we come face to face with Jesus, we get to understand our frailty, our weakness. Um, what other word can I use there? As any just the end of us as humans and, and how great our need is for him. When we, we get to see how, go, how great God is and how great his call for us is and just how much of God's help we are going to need if we are going to match up to that thing. When you see who the father is and then see, first of all, you see him and then your mind is blown and then you see what he has called you to and then fear comes into your heart the only response will be to bow down in worship and beg for his help. You're gonna see just how much you need him. <sighs> My friends, that is why it is so important for us to embrace the expressive part of our faith. Yoku preach, yoku walk in obedience. People who do not walk in that, in that, in the reality of that, they will eventually stop to see their need for the Lord because you're just living a life that's comfortable. You only do those things that are within your abilities. But when you come face to face with, with the Father, come face to face, get an encounter with Jesus, you get to understand, you get to see how pure this person is, how holy he is, how righteous he is. And somehow your heart is humbled by one. On one end, I am humbled by the fact that I don't even understand how you're that pure and you put up with me. Because when you see his purity, then you get to understand how impure you are. And then there is this question of how are you hanging out with, if I were you, I would not be hanging out with me. You know, but for some reason, I mean, with, with in all your majesty, you still want me, me. You know, that scripture that says, who is man that you're mindful of him? That is where that person was coming from. This is the person who has seen who the father is and they have seen who they are. And they're like, why are you mindful of me? Why? I cannot explain why it is that you still want me. I cannot explain why it is that you still love me. But man, I am grateful. Man, I am so grateful. And that keeps you that shows you just how much you need the Lord. Then the other day, nilikuwa hapa nikiomba, and and I'm and I'm just I'm just here praying, maze, and I'm telling the Lord, you know that that Father, I want I want to be activated, I want to be set on fire, you know, I want to I want to love you, Jesus, with everything that I am. And then I was, and then the presence of God came down, and I was there, and I'm seeing, and and I'm you know. I, I'm just there exposed to the presence of God and I am seeing him. And the constant question that was there in my head is that it doesn't, 
add up how I am here in your presence. It doesn't add up how I am still standing here. But thank you. I need this. I need this. I need, I need this validation that you give me, Lord. I need you. I need to be where you are. I, I understand that. I don't, sorry, I don't understand how I, I get to be here. But now that I am here, I know that I need to be here. And I know that I don't want to live anywhere else that is not here. I don't want to live my life in any other way that does not point me back to here. Please always draw me back to here. Hapa maliniko. Fanya tu vile utakuna fanya but nirudishange hapa. Because I need to be here. I like the version of me that comes out when I'm with you. And I hate the version of me that shows up when I walk away from you. I like, I like me with you. I like us together. Please keep me here. I, I, I want to live here. I want to, I want to dwell here. I want this to be, to be where I live my life from. You see, that, that happens. You know, and of every side, or rather every character trait of God you're going to see, it will also show you another area of your life that you need him. I don't know how else I can say that, man. But when you see just how perfect the Lord is, then you get to see also how imperfect you are. When you get to see how merciful the Lord is and how gracious the Lord is, you get to see how judgmental and condemning you are as a person. When you get to see how patient God is, you get to see how impatient you are as a person. And when you get to see how selfless God is, you come face to face with your own selfishness. So for every trait of the father that you're going to get to experience, you're also going to see an inadequacy in your heart. But the most beautiful thing about that process is that it has no shame in it. You will not, you're not going to come face to face with how pure God is and then get to realize that you've been walking in sexual immorality and then bow down in shame. It doesn't happen. God does not agree with such things that, that maybe, maybe some of us are just meant to be um, promiscuous sexually. Ebuendo ujaribu kuambia mungu hivo. Atizona ukwapo unexpect. Lakini unajota ata ata nilikuwa nambia ngama malaika baithe. Tukikreatingi wa seflani. Ase watakuwa na mashida. Eh, na niukweli weni moja ase. Eh, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you. It's, it's, you need, man, it's true. It's true, man. He will never agree that, uh, will never agree with you. There's some, some people who I have in the past, even currently, some who I work with, and these people are so bitterly against God. And you wonder if it's possible for such people to get to know the Lord. And when you encounter the love of God and ukumbuke kwenye weulitolewa, you understand that it is not impossible. It is actually possible for everyone to come to the Lord. You know, because you look at yourself and you're like, I mean, come in, you come. I Come in, you come. Then you survive huku. This the ikito is kwangu zingumu. Kama mimi nimefika huku. Ah, ikito is for everyone. It's for everyone. So I want to encourage us tonight, man. Um, desire to be a person who walks in the grace of God. Desire to be a person who walks in that daily reality of the grace of God. 
next week uh, we're going to look at that scripture um first corinthians chapter 9 um and also second corinthians chapter 12 that speaks of or is it first um first corinthians chapter 9 and second corinthians chapter 12 yes that speaks of one is you know in my weaknesses the power of god is made perfect when paul was saying he has a thorn in his flesh and then we're also going to look at the place where he says um i beat my flesh that i may not be disqualified um you know at the end after preaching to everyone me when you're disqualified so i hope this encourages you to prioritize the presence of god for yourself more than anything else that you have prioritized let me tell you whoever else you have prioritized whatever else you have prioritized they will not love you the way the father loves you not in a thousand years they will not appreciate you the way the father does they will not see you the way the father does i tend to believe to some extent loving the lord is just a selfish thing to do if you love yourself you're going to love the lord because there is no else where you're going to get that kind of love and so even before we come to this place of saying i want to be radical I want to be a person who changes the world. I want to be a person who changes Kenya. You have to understand this is a first step. Ensure that your source of encouragement, your source of rejuvenation is in check. Ensure that and your source of rejuvenation, your source of encouragement, your source of refreshing is what we call the grace of God. That that place of intimacy, that key the fact that you have the presence of god to you, open to you available to you 24/7 and he he will never turn you away never get tired of loving you never 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 he is in this thing he is in this thing for you know for the long run he is not giving up he is here to stay and leona mimflani um at the ulemse when alisema they will always stand by me ni kama kachini the lord is still standing still standing by you still standing by you if you are on this call and you feel like you've walked away from the lord and you feel like and you feel like um um you know i can't come back let me tell you uh he is there he's waiting for you with open arms to love you as as much as he loved you from the very first day if you do not know the lord do yourself a favor open up your heart to him you're going to experience love i mean you i mean there is love and then there is the love of god there is the affection of human beings and then there is the affection of the father and there is even they compare the comparity is even absurd like they don't even come close and your life is going to be changed completely um so i want to pray um but thank you so much for being here um let's pray lord i thank you so much for the friday service i thank you so much for all 15 or so of us god who've been in and out of this call thank you so much god for this word we thank you lord for how much you love us we cannot explain it <laughs> we lack words god but we are grateful mazi tuko na shukuru we we just cannot explain why we still get to stand before you but we are grateful that we do thank you lord that you don't turn us away thank you lord that you love us as perfectly as you do lord and we pray tonight god for every single one of us may we have an encounter with you jesus
And may we be hungry for those encounters daily, God, minute by minute, even as we walk. So, Lord, we thank you so, so much, God, for how much you love us and how you love us. We would not have it any other way. We are grateful for you, Jesus. We are grateful for your sacrifice for us. Had you not died on that cross, God, had you put yourself first, we would not be where we are today. So we are grateful for your selflessness. We are grateful, Lord, for putting us first. And we are grateful, Lord, that you have continued doing so since the day you died on that cross. That you did not stop on that day, God, but that even till today, Jesus, you have still put us first. So we thank you. We are grateful for it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Uh, before I end it, yeah, I'm going to share my notes. Um, yeah, I'm going to share my notes just as they are. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm going to share them. I'm going to share them. Zaleo has in a personal detail. So I'm going to I'm gonna put it in a PDF and then I'll, I'll share it um, on the group. I'm going to turn it into a PDF and then I'm going to share it on the group. So yeah, so um, I'm also, okay. First of all, I'm gonna read through it and make sure it makes sense. I love you, me. Uh, so thank you so much for being here um, till ten. I just want to ask if there's anyone, one or two people who maybe they have something that is burning in their hearts that they would want to very quickly share with us, and then we're gonna call it a night. <laughs>